Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, another episode of the College Street Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone. We've got Sean Dutra here, Joel Pavone. Another week into the offseason. And I'm, I'm feeling like we're going to start hearing some key candidates as to who's going to be the next coach of this Celtics team. I mean, obviously, we're still hearing it right now. I think within the next week or so, hopefully, we'll, we'll be able to uh, see this team zero in on some top candidates. But, of course, this week, we're hearing more about Kemba Walker and the franchise wanting to, quote-unquote, break up now. There's sources that are saying that uh, Kemba Walker's side of things, that that's not necessarily true. We'll break it down, of course. And just like everyone else is doing out there on Twitter and every single Celtics fan that's uh, excited into this new chapter, trying to figure out what's going to happen next, we're going to go through some of these Kemba Walker trades. We'll, we'll, we'll dissect them and, and see which ones we like the most. And we'll see if uh, how realistic some of them are, because obviously there are some that are way, way out there. And the Damian Lillard... Uh, the disgruntled Damian Lillard post after being knocked out of the playoffs, that's not helping things, right, fellas? I mean, now every Celtics fan is out there thinking that the Celtics have a legitimate shot of landing Damian Lillard. Fire up the trade machine, guys. Fire it up. Yeah, man, I'm about to get my custom Lillard jersey right now, dog. Yo, you know, once Sean orders that, it could actually happen because Cam Newton. The key, it happened with Cam Newton, right? No, I mean, I did it after they signed Cam Newton, yeah. but, I, but I didn't know what numbers <laughs> <laughs> I, I freaked out a little bit. But like, I got a custom-made Newton number one jersey before the jersey, like the second he got signed. Then it was like three weeks, and they were like, "What numbers are you gonna wear?" There's no, and I was like, "What fucking numbers are you gonna wear, bro?" <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you should tell that story though. Say, say you did it before the sign. You know, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild, yeah. but all right. I mean, look, there's a couple of trades out there that I, I, I don't think they're awful, but. I don't want to see this team trade Kemba just to trade Kemba. Yeah. I don't think bringing him back for another year is the worst thing in the world. I know it's not ideal, or at least it's not as exciting as it sounded a year ago because we saw what he looked like this year. But I think we're overlooking no training camp. We're overlooking, what was it, a three-week offseason between last year and this year. We're not. We're overlooking COVID protocols and 
just so many hurdles that really push things back for not only the team, but for Kemba's progression as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I'm in, I'm probably in a minority in this, but whether it was going to be, you know, Stevens or, an, or another or another head coach, I feel like if you bring a majority of this, this roster back and kind of like run it back with a, a regular full season, a regular like off season training camp, et cetera, et cetera, then I think you might get, you know, different results. Um, but if this uh, rumor is true that both parties do want to part ways, I mean, I don't know. At this point, I really don't know because there, it was rumored that he was going to be traded at least twice in like a five month span. And Celtics are, or a source from the team is saying that, no, that didn't, that never happened. Who the fuck knows now at this, at this point? Like what's, yeah. what's true and what's not true if they're just I trying mean, to save face. If you're Kemba, I, I get it. If you're, you know, if, if you're thinking that this team is, is trying to trade, trying to trade, if you're Kemba, you're thinking, oh, well, the Celtics trying to trade me. I get it. You know, my contract and all that stuff. But for him to take it personal in a way that it's like, oh, well, you don't think I have anything left anymore? Like, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I, I just think it's more of like, well, if you if you can't trade me and I have to come back and this is like, oh, I didn't even want this, but we're doing it because, we, you know, we have no other choice. I don't like that. And if you're Kemba Walker, you know, like you should feel that way, right? Yeah. You don't want to go into a season. You don't want to go into a training camp thinking like, man, you you didn't, this isn't what you wanted. Like this is, this is, uh, what do you call it? You're, you're settling for this, right? Like, like you're just settling for me. Like you don't, this isn't ideal in your mind. But obviously the Celtics have to do their best in trying to trade him because they have to try to get the most out of that trade. But at this point, if you're not doing that, again, I don't want to see this team trade him just to trade him. Yeah. And, and have a disgruntled or uh, or, or someone uh, uh, a Kimball Walker coming in here in his feelings, you know, coming into yeah. next season. It's like, it's about, like a, about how this team feels about him. Yeah, it's like both parties, like you know, both of us didn't want this to go to this, get to this point. But come on, let's uh, bygones be bygones, and let's see what happens right. here going forward. Plus, you get, like, I'll add this thing too, real quick. My, my fault, Sean. I'll let you. I'll let you finish after I say this. Maybe that's yeah, another reason why Danny H stepped down too. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I want to call it like the label, but like. Of Danny trying to get rid of quote damaged goods in the middle of the season or prior to the beginning of, of last season or this past season. And maybe Danny's just like, I can't, maybe I can't shake that. Maybe that's why GMs don't want to, don't want to mess with me anymore because I'm either going to fleece them or, you know, uh, something like an Isaiah Thomas thing all happens all over again where he was never the same after he got traded. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I think the, the, the way that the Brad Stevens, Danny Ainge sort of switch up thing affects Kemba to me is because if Kemba was pissed off because Danny Ainge was trying to trade him and, you know, was, you know, trying to give him for LaMarcus Aldridge or whatever those rumors were out there, like... Sure, imagine if that happened. And that, yeah. this is the athletic that's reporting that, too. I guess we should get that out there. That would have been awful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that would have sucked. But, I mean... <laughs> you think? <laughs> Obviously, because he had to end his career. And yeah, yeah. And you literally got, you got, you got nothing back. But, 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 now you don't have to trade Kemba now if you have the Marcus Aldridge because that money's off your books now. So you actually probably would have helped us out in the long run, you know? Well, true. that and, yeah, but then you still, you still got that label kind of of like, oh, there, there, there the subs go again, you know? If you're like, if you're like, if you think we trade, we only trade damaged goods, talk about the damaged goods we got back in return, right? Like, <laughs> well, well, karma, you know, for them, yeah, for them doing I, that. No, no, no. The narrative across the league, though, the narrative most people would be saying is, man, even when Danny loses, he fucking wins. Like, geez. Yeah. 
Now, the NBA would have, they would have get, because I think the Nets are going to get something for, for Aldridge, right? Like some sort of compensation. No, so I don't think compensation, but I think they, they clear yeah. up whatever. Yeah, they were able to, right. yeah, well, they were able to get another roster spot. Yeah. You, you have, you had that money off the books. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I think the dynamic with Kemba this offseason, because I think there was some shit that was happening and during the season that he probably wasn't happy about, but this that motivated that stretch when he was averaging 30 points. Yeah. Really? It could have been, but then at the same time, like if if Brad Stevens, I don't know what Brad Stevens is when it comes to Kemba Walker. Is he a Kemba Walker supporter? Is he a guy that thinks that when Kemba's right, he's the key to the success on this team? Because if he is, then he's probably not going to trade Kemba. But if he was the one that went to Danny, that's and Danny and said, "Listen, like Kemba's, I can't deal with the injuries. I can't, I can't deal with the." unreliability of Kemba even when he's in like I want the ball in Tatum's hands and Kemba's dominating the ball like maybe 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 Brad's a little more motivated afraid Kemba than Danny Ainge was or it could be the total opposite way and that Ke- uh, Dan- uh, Brad's a, a Kemba guy so we won't know until we see what he's going to get in return but in my opinion that's why you said you don't want to trade Kemba just to trade Kemba like that contract bro if Kemba can't get right there's a higher likelihood that he won't get right than will get right and you don't have draft you don't have a young guy that's being built you don't have a backup point guard you don't have cap space that's a huge detriment to you trying to rebuild around not rebuild but just build put put pieces in around Tatum and Brown like well, there's, there's a couple there's a couple of options out there that that people have been talking about now we, we don't know how concrete these are we don't we don't know exactly how the other side feels about bringing on someone like Kemba Walker so it's tough to say but I, I don't I don't hate them I mean I don't know if we talked about it before or we at least hinted at it or joked about it but you know taking in uh, uh, Al Horford back that kind of deal I, I wouldn't hate that you know you look at the back end of that deal it drops you know the Celtics would save overall they save about 20 million compared to the Kemba Walker deal but how many draft picks or future first are the Oklahoma City Thunder trying to stack up at this point? Or do they even want a Kemba Walker next season? Are they still tanking? Like, we don't know exactly where they are. Uh, Chris Porzingis, you know, again, we're talking about teams that are, they want to shed one of these contracts to, and you're asking them to take on Kemba for maybe one year. And maybe you can restructure that second year, but that, that's up to you guys, right? That's, if you're the Celtics right now, you're in a space that you know. If you're, if you're trading away Kemba, you're going to take on another big contract as well. But you're hoping that you can at least maximize that player on the floor. Whereas with Kemba, you know, whatever people want to say, what they're going to, what he's going to look like next year, so be it. Okay, it is what it is. But we're talking about moving him, the, the Al Horford deal, and the other deal that I'm kind of like, uh, okay, the Orlando Magic deal, the with, with people floating around, the... The, the Terrence Ross and the and the Gary Harris. I, I like Gary Harris as a point guard, but Terrence Ross. I mean, he's he's streaky. Like like to me, that would be trading him just to trade him. And and, and out of those type of trades, that's the only one that I'm thinking maybe ish. All the other ones, I'm not I'm not crazy about. And at least the Orlando trade, you're not taking on a, a crazy deal. But again, how do the Orlando Magic feel about taking in someone like Emma Walker? You know, it's hard. Well, yeah, I, why would why would Orlando try to get? Kemba Walker with those players like don't 
you feel like they could get? Well, no, you you're coupling. Well, yeah, if we're talking about that Orlando Magic situation, and in any situation, you're coupling that Kemba with future a uh, future first, uh, yeah. a Nee Smith or one of those guys. You know, uh, 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 maybe not a Pritchard, but you know what I mean. Like I, I'm just saying, the overall package deal wouldn't just be Kemba. You have to you have to entice a, a franchise. Right. With with a, with the future first, and Romeo, Romeo, maybe one of those guys, yeah, Romeo, one of one of the the few promising players you have on this roster, still. Yeah, which I think I would be totally fine with doing. Like, you know, I just don't know if it's like, do you do that for? Do you trade like a first round pick for Gary Harris? And- That's trading him just to trade him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying that the real question is, Orlando Magic say yes to that deal. Yeah, well, then then you also have to consider uh, the fact that if you're trying to put some of those guys in there. How about coupling, you know, this Kemba Walker with like someone like a Grant Williams or a Carson Edwards, but what team realistically is going to want either one of those two players? Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I'm doing well, it, I don't like it. I don't like the only thing I'll do. I like, I, I, I like the prospect of it in my head, but then you think about the, the, the other assets you're, you're pairing it up. And I'm just like, is it worth it? Yeah. You know, or, or is it more realistic that the Southerners bring Kemba back in or maybe a, a six man role ish? Type, you know, maybe Kemba plays 45 to 50 games and you, you see somewhat of that stretch of games where he was averaging close to 30 for what? I don't know, four, five, six weeks. I just I it just bugs me or at least it should it should worry a lot of other teams out there about the way he finished. It was yeah. like at this great stretch of games. OK, you weren't playing on the second night of back to back, but you're solid when you're when you're out there. But you couldn't finish that series. You know, yeah, yeah. That's, that's tough. Yeah, there could be another injury too that might come out later on that maybe wasn't a knee and maybe it was like his hip or, you know, what any, any other, you know, types of injuries that he's had since he's been in Boston. But I don't know. It's like playing devil's advocate at this point, trying to figure out does Kemba really want to be here? What kind of deal could you realistically get in return? And, and you, and you're not like, like you said, so I just trade him just to trade him. And that just, I don't know. That's not, doesn't, doesn't really seem like that's the Celtics way, whether it's Danny or someone else. The Porzingis deal, I, I just don't like his. I don't like how he fits with this team. You know, just, that that New York Knicks version of him is is like so far, he's so far removed from that. Yeah, it, it, it worries me. It worries me when someone's seven four and, and and you got problems. You know, ankle, knee injuries like that. That kind of thing just never it never translate well for big guys like that. Or seven four guys, you know, like it, if if this was just starting to happen now, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, yeah. That, that makes sense, but like this has been—he's been battling injuries since he was what 22, 23? Like, Yeah, yeah, he's never played—he's never played more than sixty games in the. In, it's in a the red season. flag. Yeah. It's a red flag, man. A lot of these big guys in the league that their careers have fizzled out because of these type of injuries, and I, 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 I can't help but wonder, or, or at least try to guess what Kemba's out. I mean, what uh, Porzingis' next couple few years is going to look like, and I feel like it's going to be riddled with injuries. Yeah, yeah for, you got three years left on that. For me, it's all about the years on the contract. You're not going to trade Kemba for a guy that has question marks, that has more years or the same amount of years. You know what I mean? If you're going to trade for a question mark, it better be an expiring deal that you can maybe see what you can get from him. Then you can use the trade exception, maybe improve here, maybe improve there. No one's taking in. No one's going to send out an expiring deal and take on two years of Kemba. Like that's the thing. Like when you're trading Kemba, you're going to take on either someone that has the same amount of years or more. Or is, is is making around the same same amount of uh, per year, same amount but of. Dollars. I think, but I think that's why you throw a first round pick in there too. Like if, if you do, if you do get like one of these guys, like let's, uh, I, I don't know who 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 is who is there anybody that's on an expiring deal this year that that has big money? No, 
Because even if you I mean, even if even if you're talking of, about like John Wall, John Wall has the same amount of years, yeah. but his thing jumps up. He's he's gonna make like forty four million next year and forty seven the year after. You know what? You know what? <laughs> whereas 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 Horford's unique in the in the, in the sense of his his goes down year after year. Yeah. You know? yeah. You know what's an interesting thing for me though that I look at is the Denver Nuggets, right? Denver has a lot of these like role players that are pretty well paid. Like uh, you know, Aaron the, Gordon. Uh, well, the Monte Morrises, you know, just yeah. to have deep they have a deep like bench. Maybe you could couple take a couple of those players and you know that are making ten to twelve million dollars, grab two of them, add Kemba in, throw something out, you know, figure it out that way, but um, I, I feel like that, like the, the way that Sway described the Orlando magic, like deal where you're looking at two players, trade that, them just to trade them. Yep. You're trading them just to trade them. Like if you feel like Gary Harris and so the thing is, is that you need Terrence to get, Ross. yeah, but Gary Harris and Terrence Ross, if you feel like you can bring them in and they, they give you bench scoring for that amount of money, then I think you probably win that deal, but you still leave a huge gap in your starting point guard. Where where, where do you go from there? Because I don't think either of them are going to be starting. Yeah, but not only that too, but you're you're actually throwing in more players in that deal that could potentially you know they could be your future. Yeah, they could blossom. But like, like who? Like who? Neesmith. Neesmith. Neesmith comes to mind. I don't know about I don't know about Romeo. You know, people feel a certain way about Romeo. I I, I still don't see it, but. I would say well, you know what it is, Joel. Romeo, Romeo, Romeo drained more threes in that series than he did all year. So. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I would say I would if I'm talking to Orlando. I'm sold I would, now. I would say take your pick. You get Kemba Walker. You get a first round draft pick, and you can pick between any of our young guys except Robert Williams, and then we'll take those two bad contracts off of him. You know what about uh, what about they want Pritchard? Then then that's another point guard out the door. I I'd give him Pritchard. I give him Pritchard. I think oh, at this wow. point, if you're trying to trade if you're trying to trade Kemba, you have to be able to. Pretty much select the players you don't you you can't trade, which at this point is you know. And I'm a Mark. I think Marcus Smart still has one of the best bargains in the NBA. So Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Robert Williams, anybody else on the roster at this point, I'm okay with with throwing them in there. You know, you can pick one of them. Take one of them. I don't care whoever. Yeah, I got got a hail mary throw for 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 Brad, man. Get get try try your best to get Lonzo Ball, okay? <laughs> Throw this hail mary out there because at the end of the day, the New Orleans Pelicans, man, two all stars and they ain't even they ain't even sniffing the playoffs, man. They, they, they got to do something this yeah, year. Yeah, that team's a mess, bro. <laughs> that team got to do something this year. And I, and I think the way to get the, the way to get some talent in there and, and some firepower while also opening the books a bit for next summer, not this summer. They, they can get one of these marquee guys that'll be available next summer uh, if they could, you know put together a, a, a rock solid season. I don't know. I, I think it's worth uh, Brad, Brad at least trying. And, and, and I know that's the way, that's the way Danny's thinking. I don't think Danny's going into this off season being like, guys, let's keep it mellow. Let's just trend. No, he's like, look, if we can, if we can bring in someone like that, if we can bring in a potential, if we can form a, a potential big three here, then I'm all in, you know, like at least let's just give it a shot. And if we, if he doesn't, if we miss then, then fuck it. And so be it. And I, the, the way that, the way this one, the way this one breaks down, though, he would come with Stephen Adams, and Celtics fans would have to see Robert Williams leave. Now I know that sounds terrible, but what other way? What other way do, the, do you convince the Pelicans? Okay, Stephen Adams changes the way you do things a bit, but I just think Lonzo Ball would open up this offense in a way that it, it's just what's been missing, like the key, yeah. you know, and not not being a score first point guard because this team has been led by one pretty much throughout Brad Stevens's you know tenure with the team. Yeah, I mean, isn't isn't Lonzo a free agent this year? 
It would be a sign and trade. So that so would you be the- sign and trade. You sign and trade Lonzo, and but whoa, how much is Lonzo? I mean, Lonzo's going to get the bag this offseason. Bro. I know, I know. So, so, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Celtics, after the trade is done, and I did, did a little math this week, and my head still hurts, but you know, it, yeah. I had to work hard, you know, to put this together. <laughs> so the rule is right for the Celtics to, for this to be allowed, they would have to be way under the tax apron. Um. After the deal is complete, which works, believe it or not, because let's say they give, they double up or they more than double up Lonzo Ball's salary, which he made about 11 million this year, right? Let's say, let's just say he, he gets 23 million starting to start off the first year. 23 million along with Steven, Steven Adams' contract, which is worth about 17. And you're setting out more salary with, with Kemba. So it works, it works in that sense, but this, it would be Kemba Walker, Robert Williams, and you're taking, they're taking on that contract. That contract comes with the, the second year is a qualified offer worth 10 million. So that's on, that'll go on their books, right? So it's, it's Kemba Walker, Robert Williams. You got throwing a first round pick, not this year's. I'm putting in, uh, 2022's first round pick and, um, protected or unprotected? Unprotected. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Lonzo Ball, Robert Williams, first round pick. Um, and in return to make the, to, to match salaries, the Celtics will also take in, uh, with Lonzo Ball, they'll take in um, Jackson Hayes, so they, they get they get the big, the backup big from from the Pelicans. I don't know, man. You think you think uh, the Pelicans yeah. would go would would, would I, go I, for I, that? It's a hail mary, man. It's a hail mary. But the only thing that the, the thing that you would sell the Pelicans on is you could restructure that Kemba contract for the final year, which is a player option, and so, and yeah. you get more scoring, man. These guys need more scoring. There's not enough scoring on that team. So Kemba, here's here's if a motivated the Kemba Walker could go in there and give them some scoring. You know that that's a huge that's a huge plus in their in, in their eyes. And I mean, Robert Williams, you know, like that's a lot of upside on both ends of the floor. So you you basically trade the the, the player movement here would be Kemba, Robert Williams for Stephen Adams and Lonzo Ball, and then Jackson Hayes, right? Yeah. Oh, Tristan Thompson. That's one for getting Tristan Thompson. That's why I was like, well, how does this work? Yeah. That, that eleven million they, that absorbed into the Pelicans. So then that's off the Celtics books. Which will, which all together they puts them at about one fifteen, one seventeen, something like that. And uh, Woj at least is projecting the tax apron to be around uh, anywhere between twenty five to thirty million. So, so that's a that's a hill. One twenty five to thirty one thirty. Excuse Mary's me. Way. That's a hill Mary's way. But if for some reason that doesn't work out, let's say Stephen Adams isn't the isn't the player he's how, had. Oh, by, by the way, how much is Stephen Adams? In. How much is no, Stephen Adams making? A lot. Seventeen million. You're locked in, but he's making it for like how many years? years? Two like, more years. You yeah. locked in for two years. So that means that means you got you better be a hundred percent sure that Lonzo Ball is your point guard of the future, and you better be a hundred percent sure yeah. that Stephen Adams has something left in the tank still. Because if you don't, oh, what are you making it sound like he's thirty five, man? What you mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like that. You know what else too? Him and him and Tristan Thompson's numbers are identical from down to the assist. Like they're they're identical. <laughs> So you're the Pelicans. You're like, yo, we're getting the same production from this guy. Yeah, but he's more expensive. Though. And for eleven mil, way more expensive. Yeah, Steve. yeah, you get him. Yeah, huh? That's what I mean. You, you, you. No, I'm him. saying that you can use that as a selling point for the Pelicans. It's like, yo, you, you, you'll be paying, you'll be paying six million less per for the same production. I don't know, man. I think that's a little bit. And we're giving you a, a, a prospect in Robert Williams. You know, yeah, that's and Trisha, and Trisha's expiring contract too. Yeah, no, I think yeah. So he clears the books. I, that puts them in great position to get a free agent. Pelicans would do that. The Pelicans would do that ten times out of ten. Because I don't think Lonzo's resigning there. 
And if they can get anything back for Lonzo, that's a win for them. Yeah, but I don't think I, I think I'm, I'm sure if Lonzo, as soon as Lonzo signals for I'm not going to stay around here, somebody's going to come in with a better offer. I guarantee you. Yeah, Just because that's some, why I'm on it the hail mary. It doesn't look like a hail mary, but it is. It's a hail mary. Yeah, like like someone like the Knicks could like step step up and like oh, offer yeah. the bag because they got like sixty million to to spend this off season. Right, but if you're the Pelicans. You want to? You, you're going to try to do this, the sign and trade because, like, at least we can get something out of it. Yeah. But I mean, Sean's point, yeah, they're not going to be excited to, they're not going to be jumping up and down and taking that Kemba contract. But on the floor, that's a pretty good weapon to have. That sort of scoring to complement Zion and and, and uh, Brandon Ingram. I don't know. That's what I got. I think it's a solid idea, but I also think that it's a little like does so that team next year. Because next year, I mean, it's the next couple of years you're really looking for, right? So the next two years, that starting lineup, I mean, it would be a pretty solid starting lineup. Lonzo. You still got Marcus. Lonzo, Marcus in the backcourt. And then you basically put Jalen at the three, Tatum at the four, Steven Adams at the five. You got got Marcus's bird rights. So you should be able to – you can re-up on Marcus because he's up next next summer. I don't know. A backcourt. Just to, just to compete for the next couple of seasons, you know? No, I think I, I think it's solid. I just I just don't know, man. <laughs> it's not it's not it's not sexy. That's what it is. Huh? Yeah. No, there's not. I mean, it's honestly, honestly, if there was anything, if 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 it was just a different point guard other than Lonzo Ball, man, I just yeah, I feel you, I feel you. I don't I don't know what the obsession is. I'm not saying you in particular, so I'm just saying Celtics fans. I don't know what it is with Lonzo Ball. I like the idea of a pass pass first point guard, but I. Just don't want it to be Lonzo Ball, man. I don't. I like the ball. So surprised by this. Yeah, I don't. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know, you're right. It's something about the Ball family. I mean, even though you know the really? other the other one is balling up down in Charlotte, but I mean, this, if there's a way, if there's yo, a way, you man, I don't know, man. He's got a lot of Rondo in him. I I, I really believe that. I see that in him for for real. Mad yes. Rondo in him. I mean, if there's, I mean, if I'm looking at a point guard like that, that's not a sexy point guard. It's Malcolm Brogdon. That's that's the guy that I would be looking at. Oh no, my guy's Drew Holiday, but that ship sailed, man. They, they yeah. didn't get that. They think that happened last summer. Yeah, that was before. Yeah, but Brog, I, I think I Brogdon think scared you with his injuries, man. But I, the, yeah, yeah, that's another guy that's injured. Someone, you know, yeah, yeah. Talk, we were yeah. just talking about Porzingis and shit. I mean. We, I think, Brogdon, I think bringing Brogdon in would be a household name if he wasn't freaking injured all the time. Yeah, I'm like bringing in. Outside of bringing in like a, a a top ten you know player right now, you don't have to worry about the offense because we you know we just, we just brought up uh, Porzingis. If he's bitching about his touches with with being a, a sidekick to to Dantage, what the fuck is he Yo, doing here? Right? With fucking with Brown and Tatum, like you're, you're the third option now. You ain't nobody sidekick, so it's like Yo, he's gonna come into Boston. He's gonna call Tatum and Brown a bunch of pussies, man. He's gonna be like, Yo, give me the fucking ball, all right? <laughs> different. I think it'll be different. I think it's you're just like that diva. What's his name? That that Luca diva over there in Dallas. You guys are just like, yeah, like oh, that dude's amazing. We talk. We got two now. We got two now here. Now come on, yeah. no, I can't do that. I can't deal with that. They're like, yo, we would kill for a Luca, right? Yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> and then you got to deal with, you got to put up with that for three years, and then, and then after the first year, the second year, you can't trade that shit because no one's gonna want it. Yeah, but no. So if Porzingis had a better contract, I would be all about it because you know my big Porzingis. <laughs> yeah, I love I know, I know. He put up twenty nine and ten in the fucking bubble last year. Okay, I mean that's that's pretty legit. That's the kind of player you get when he's on. And yeah, you know that's, what? That's a, that's a small sample, though. Hold on, though. No, but yo, yo, Sean over here pulling up bubble numbers. For real? No, <laughs> no, because that was that was like that was when the Mavericks, in my 
opinion, looked the best is when they had Luca and Porzingis yeah, playing. Yeah, the but they got they got knocked out in the first round in six games. Uh, they played. Are you serious? That was an intense series, but they had no business being in that. But it had nothing to do with Porzingis. It was more fucking Luca than anything else. <laughs> now you got you got you doing it. It had a lot. To I did do that with... one on purpose. I know. I love. I know that's what he calls him. <laughs> it had a lot to do with Porzingis in that series, but. <laughs> Okay, I will say that. You didn't have to say his name there. You just did that on purpose. Yeah, right? I, I would, yo, yo, I would yo, say, yo, yo. If this was New York Pozingis, then maybe, <laughs> maybe. You know what I mean? I wasn't even sold on that. But that was the only time he was an all-star. It was when he was in New York. Since he's been in Dallas, he's forever injured. And, and going back to Ball, Ball's another one that's like, you know, in and out. On, on, hey. On, I mean, his st- his hey, stance on the injury out. list and shit. Leave him, leave him out of this, all right? He's figuring things out. He's figuring things out. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna play Yo, you guys doing the Porzingis things? It reminds me of when Brad, the very, very first time he said Shemmy. He dropped yeah. that Shemmy before a game, and no one ever called him Semi again. Bro. Yo. One time. One time. And I bet you that's not even how you say his name, but then because he said it, I was like, oh, I guess it is Shemmy. All right, well, Shemmy it is. <laughs> <laughs> it cracked me up, bro. Yeah, you know, like for, for like seven months, he was saying Semi. And then one day, it was just like Shemmy. Like, yeah. Oh, that's how it is. Yeah, you know, you know, and then uh, we have uh, Shemmy who's going to play some, you know, important minutes, and everyone's like, "Who, who, who, who is this?" It's like everyone across the, the the NBA landscape took a mental note. Okay, it's Shemmy. Yeah, we've been <laughs> pronouncing it wrong for the last year and a half. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So what? So let's talk about the let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk about you <laughs> know you some 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 Dame, Dame wishful thinking. He trades here. You know, the trade no, proposal. I don't want to. And before we even do that, <laughs> before we even do that, for people who, who want to see the Celtics hire Jason Kidd just to just, oh just my God. the game, like, yo, that is, that's, that's insane. Take it easy, guys. All right. Because that could go south real quick. Like, you know, if Dame decides to stay and you have to stick with Jason Kidd as your head coach, and I don't mean it as like, it's going to be the absolute worst thing in the world, but nobody wants to uh, handpick a guy. Just, just, just to appease someone that they didn't, they didn't even end up going to your team. So I don't know. They can just fire him. They can just fire after a year, Sway. Come on, Sway. Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> then, all the, then all the other jobs are gone. Like all the I other mean, kids. I mean, that's not, that, that wouldn't be good <laughs> business, but that wouldn't be good business sense. But still, come on. No, this is an opening to coach the Boston Celtics. I hate it, bro. Okay? I hate it, bro. You ain't got, you ain't, you ain't got, you ain't got to tell me on that. <laughs> Like, yo, no matter who you are, you have to look at it that way. You can't be like, oh, yeah, it's the Celtics. You know, if not, I can go for the, the triple. No, no, no. This ain't this the Brooklyn Nets. Or, or no one else. And then after the Celtics job is figured out, that's when all the other people will be like, okay, now I, I can I yeah. can shift my focus. Yo. You know what I mean? That's why I think this week's going to be crucial. Like, like you got to start really thinking about, okay, top five or top seven options. Like, you got to start really crunching. And obviously, Brad doesn't not going to share this stuff with us, but... I'm assuming by the end of this week, he's going to have a general idea of who his top five, top six, top seven candidates are. Yo, yeah, but I mean, hey, yeah. Jay Laranega, I heard Jay Laranega had a really good interview. Did you hear all those rumors going around about Jay Laranega? Yeah, all the all the internal guys. Yeah, yeah. I I heard those rumors, then I read another report saying that out of the out of the in house guys, that Jerome Allen impressed him the most, and Jerome Allen also is interviewing for the Portland Trailblazers job. Also, yeah, he's I, interviewing for a Pistons assistant job. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you go? Be an assistant on the Pistons. Casey, Casey's on his way out, and then he can slip right in. But yeah, still, Casell could come in here and be like, "Everyone, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> <laughs> Jaylen- what, what, what? Yeah, Larry Nagas freaking eyes will pop out. <laughs> I've been here for over eight years. 
<laughs> Brad, you said, you said, you said, but you said, but you said, but you said, you said. <laughs> Brad, Brad, he's like, nah, Jay, sorry, not my decision. Yo, yo, a real talk. I think like, Jay, I think Jay's been here since Doc, by the way. I think he was here Sean, like, 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 like when like Sean takes a promise away from Jordan. But then you said, you said, <laughs> <laughs> you promised, you yeah. promised. Why? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, man, there's a reason why the Lakers didn't hire Jason Kidd when, when that job was available and he got hired as an assistant, even though no one really believed that, uh, that Bogle was going to be there beyond the, the first season, obviously. They won the championship. They're so like, oh fuck, we gotta keep this dude now. But I don't think I don't think that that hiring you know what? Fuck it. I don't think even interviewing the dude is even good for the Celtics right now. To no. be honest. I mean, I mean, honestly, like that shouldn't Dame, be entertained or considered at all. Dame isn't going to go anywhere because Jason Kidd's there, bro. For like, real, for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> for real, bro. Not, that's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard in my entire plus, life. Plus, it's so it's so heat of the moment. Like he just got bounced out. Like yeah, he's in his feelings, bro. Like people say some outlandish shit when they're pissed. Like you know, like yeah. Chris Haynes, shove, Chris Haynes took advantage. Of someone's face. You don't know if he's gonna feel that way yeah. a week later. Like Chris Haynes took advantage of him real quick. Like so, who you want as your coach, bro? <laughs> Tell me right now. Right. Please, let me know. Right. And and, and Haynes <laughs> the type of dude that like. Players, they they feel comfortable opening yeah, up to him. Yeah, so yeah. Obviously, he got the hot line. He got the hot take. Like, yo, yeah. give me fucking Jason Kidd. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. you don't know. He could be. He could have been facetious. Who that's knows? the guy I want. Or maybe, or maybe yeah. Chauncey. You know what? No, no, no. Fuck it, Jason. Jason, that's the guy I want. Like, I want who knows him. if he said that out of like anybody but Stotts? I'm done with this dude. Like, you don't know what what type of uh, what what the uh, it's it's tone deaf. You know, it's tone deaf that that statement. You don't know what he what he means by it. Yeah, and doesn't doesn't he just like know? Terry Stotts wasn't the problem on this fucking team, man. Like, no. Terry Stotts was perfectly fine. It's- but, but 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 it's like we were talking about early in the season. Like when, when you're hearing that same voice, and you know, you're not getting any progression, you're not you're not getting things aren't going your way. Like it's time for a switch. You know, yeah. I I think to a certain extent that's that's what happened with Brad. And maybe Brad knew it. He, he he saw the writing on the wall, but he also felt it. Like, look, these guys aren't going to listen to me anymore. This is yeah. it. But I think the difference, though, with with uh, with the Blazers and the, and the Celtics this season, the Blazers they, they improved their roster big time. I yeah. felt like you know, I was you, can, you can see why he's mad. And he exactly. even said in his, you can, he, Dave even said in this post game interview, he's like, "Yo, these fucking guys, they got two stars out, and we still lost to them." Like, <laughs> like uh, you, you, Michael Porter Jr. He's coming off the bench, even though he plays like a starter. But I mean, these guys, this team is riddled with not not riddled with injuries the way other teams are, but like. To have key guys missing and Portland Trailblazers be completely healthy, which has been a, which has been an issue the last couple of years, yeah, I can see why Dame's pissed. Like Composo coming and just doing it, whatever you that want. Year, they, their chance was a couple of years ago when they did, they almost did it without with, with, without Nurkic and 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 Cancer was balling. Remember that that yeah. playoff run? Yeah, that yeah. was the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, that yeah. was the closest, and that was the most like okay, maybe they're going to do it this time. I saw out of Portland. Yeah, but know? Dame but Dame got injured though too, so. Uh, Dame got injured, right? So then, but again, it's like, man, you know, Nurkish is healthy. I'm healthy. These guys we're playing against aren't even healthy, and I thought that would be a rock cancer back. <laughs> yeah, we had to bring cancer back. Nah, you know, only something rebounds one night. Like, yo, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. Trade <laughs> it for Norman Powell. They fucking uh, they bring in Robert Covington, who was I don't know what the fuck happened to Robert Covington this year. It was not yeah. the same guy. No, not even yo, close to being the same guy. I'm a drama stuff, yo. I don't know, something happened. Was that Norman? No, nah, nah, that was Ariza. That's right. That yeah. was the other three in D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought Norman Powell was a great pickup for them, but he was balling too. I mean, considering what you gave up, yeah. 
So again, if you're Dame, you're like, <laughs> what can we possibly do this time that's going to be the magic trick? Like, that's the problem, though. No, that's the problem. That's a great kid. You know what? Fuck it, right? Oh, that's, that's a great kid. <laughs> that's a solution. That's a solution that we need right now. We Jason, else, right, Chris? Jason, fucking kid. Fuck, bro. I don't care. On the Trailblazers, the problem is, is that they have no number two. They have <laughs> McCullum is oh, not. Don't, don't don't hear the don't, don't let the diehard McCullum. Yeah, the Celtics fans that want to see him in green. Don't don't let them hear you say that. Like, geez, my, that's my that. if we can trade Kemba for McCullum, I'd be all about that. Hell yeah! No, no. See now you sound like one of those guys. Yeah. No, I don't uh, fucking know. No, after what, after what you just said, why would you? You've been shitting on McCollum oh. for years, bro, and now you been, want Kemba to be traded I've for this been, dude. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I've been shitting on yourself. I've been shitting on McCollum. Speaking to the mic. He's not. He's not a number two. If he comes to the Celtics, he's not a number two. You got a more affordable contract than Kemba Walker, and he's basically what Kemba Walker's giving you right now. Like that'd be great, you know. Yeah, you got You also got a pissed off game. He's gonna be like, "What the hell is going on? Did you just trade CJ for Kemba?" He's gonna be. Am mad. I playing with Kemba Walker right now, bro? No, that's if they blow it up. If they do blow it up and they trade McCollum and they trade Lillard and they just try to get as many picks as possible, then yeah, I mean, obviously you want to trade the land now. That's that's unrealistic, dog. Like it's just unrealistic, bro. I don't well, what about what about uh, speaking of unrealistic things? What about uh, Kemba for uh, straight up for Dame? You know, you want to do it? Are right, you want to do it in case you miss it now? Let's <laughs> yeah. pull. You know what? You know what? Favorite <laughs> for head coaching change? <laughs> like Johnson. to sweeten the deal, we'll throw in uh, Grant Williams, and then. I think we got ourselves a deal. No, oh, but the the proposal that I saw, which is it's crazy to think, right? Was Kemba, Aaron Neesmith, Romeo Langford, and two <laughs> two unprotected picks and two protected picks, future first round picks. You know Dame is thirty one years old. I, he I did not know that. I saw it, that this week, but I thought well, he was a lot younger for some reason. It's been a while, guys. It's been a while. Yeah, he's the same well, age as Kemba. That's hilarious to me. You weren't going to give up that much for Anthony Davis, never mind 31-year-old point guard. That's a great point, Sean. But what, 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 what cracks me up about it, like the uh, – the what is it? Is this, is, this, is this ironic? I don't know. I think this is irony, right? Yes. What's so ironic about it is that they're like, look, it, yeah, he's 31, but he's never been hurt. You know, he's freaking balling out right now. I'm like, yo, Kemba said this two years ago about Kemba Walker. It's like – you just saw the story played out, and you want to run it back? Like I don't get it, man. Like, yeah, so yo, he's a perfect replacement for 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 Kyrie Irving. You know, he's like, right. who, what yo. what what player is closest to Kyrie Irving in terms of like handles and you know scoring just, point guard? The exact you just said the exact same lines that we heard two years ago when the Celtics traded for Kemba Walker. Oh yeah, that. you know you know what he could potentially make his final year after that contract. Fifty-four 45? million dollars. Fifty-four million dollars. That was forty-five. Okay, please. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, but I will say I don't think this team needs a dame. I don't think. No, I got you. I, I I feel you. I feel you. You you want? They need Alonzo. Yeah. Okay. An Alonzo. Hey, Alonzo. That's right. Morning, dog. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> morning. Yeah, yo, yo, head coach, bro. Alonzo, morning. Bring him in, bro. Yo, yo, bring yo him. Vince Carter, bro. Bring in Vince Carter as a coach, yo. Fuck it. <laughs> no, you know, you know who I heard. Half man, know, half amazing. You know, who I heard just sniffing around in openings in the NBA. Penny Hardaway, dog. He's been killing it with Memphis stuff. I was gonna say he has a job already. Yeah. Well, at least at least at least uh, John Howard, you know, crushed that up real quick. He's like, nope, no, don't want to go to the NBA. I'm good right now. Yeah. 
don't know. Like, yo, no one asked for you, bro. Just Jeff Goodman. Relax. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> one guy brought you up. Doctor. One fucking guy brought you up. Yeah. The college guy brought you up. Big whoop. Bro. Relax. <laughs> yo, okay. You know, you know what's a good guy that no one's talking about right now? Juwan Howard. Yo, Goodman pisses me off, dog. I can't stand that guy. He's just he's a big college guy, so obviously he's gonna he's gonna spit out a college name, you know? But, no, I feel like he's sometimes just like people trust him because he's a big college guy. That's then a he, name that, you know, could 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 command respect from his players. Yeah. Then he starts talking about the NBA like he's an NBA insider, and I'm just like, Shut up. You're making shit up, dog. I can tell you're making shit up. <laughs> I can just fucking tell. You know what I mean? This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA and the NHL are in full swing now. Now, BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action now. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. So who's your favorite? Who you got? I mean. I'm, I'm guessing it's not Juwan Howe. I like I still like Cassell, but you know, I'm still I'm warming I'm warming up to I'm warming up to Billups, but you know, his past might might come back and haunt him a little bit here in Boston. But I know, fa- I, know I know people don't want to hear that, but that's that goes with the territory. If you're gonna if you're gonna be hired by the Boston Celtics, all <laughs> all things must be considered, no matter how uncheckered or checkered your past is. Yeah. I'm I'm pulling for John Calipari, dog. Oh word? That's what's up. Yeah. Okay, Goodman. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Why don't, you, why don't you just bring up Rick Pitino while you're at it? Yeah, yeah. bro. Why don't you throw your Rick Pitino joke right here, motherfucker? Who's the most? Who's the most respected coach that Jason Tatum never has? That is not coaching right now. Mike Shashevsky. Boom. There you he go. He is gonna coach. He's coaching one more season. He just, <laughs> he just announced it a year early. Yeah. Yo, that announcement, dog. Still one of the funniest videos I've ever seen in my entire life. Because every time we touch, I... <laughs> I'm like, yo, it, did, did the DJ from my middle school pull up? Like, who is playing this oh, music? Right. right. Waiting for the freaking, uh, the, the, the fake smoke to come out somewhere. In the freaking- <laughs> What's up, Paul, in middle school? Y'all ready to party? <laughs> <laughs> if you're ready to party, let me hear you make some noise. All the guys on one side of the room, all the ladies on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this thing. Where are my young ladies at? Man. And the All fellas. Right, let's do no. All right, let's do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Dead ass, too. No, no, I'm not. Listen, I'm not making a joke about Six Flags. No, no, no. This is, this is the soundtrack of my middle school dances, bro. Oh, shit. Nervous as hell trying to find out which girl you're going to ask for to cut a rug, bro. The Venga bus is coming. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, let's fucking wrap this shit up the way we wrap up every episode here. On Causeway Street, we're going to take our trip around the NBA but in case you missed it. Take you know, find out shit yeah, that you probably fucking missed or didn't miss. But in case you did, we got you. Right. Yeah. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Sure, what we missed? All right, in case you missed it. God, congrats to New York Knicks head coach Tom Thibodeau for winning Coach of the Year honors for a second time in his career. Should have been Monty Williams, in my opinion, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give tips his due, man. It's well, I mean, a- I'm, I'm not saying he did a bad job, but like you know, like Monty's never won it, so why are you giving it to somebody who's won it? You know, if that's the case, then why didn't Doc win it back in? Uh, uh, yeah, man, I I think Monty Williams should have won it, but at the same time, the 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 projection for the Suns to be a playoff team was happening whether without Monty Williams this year. The fact that the Knicks had a garbage team and got the four seed, bro. That's, I mean, that's something to be said about that, bro. All so, right, all right, all right. Still, still, still. I'm with you, though. I'm with you, though. You should have, you should have, Monty Williams should have got it. I think from, you know, from one, from one, never like tips, bro. That's the thing. From Joel's one never- season, <laughs> from, from one season to the next, you know, I, I, I get you. I get you, bro. Whatever. All right. Congrats to, uh, <laughs> to, 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 to Ducha's boy here, Rudy Gobert or Gobert, like fucking Kirk likes to say. On winning Defensive Player of the Year for the third time, making him the uh, the fourth player in league history to win the award at least three times. Joining the trifecta, huh? Joining uh, Tikembe, Ben Wallace, and Dwight Howard. It's great company. Well, apparently, he's a Hall of Famer now. Uh, yeah, according to Shaq. Well, <laughs> I mean, according to Ben Wallace, yeah, he is. Too. Well, ben Wallace at least won a couple championships, so he won one. But yeah, he only won one. Yeah, I thought he was on those LeBron teams. No. Oh, I was gonna say it, some people. When you look back at the Pistons teams, you feel like they won two, but they only won one. Yeah, Game Seven in the the, the O five Finals, but they still lost to the Spurs. Yeah, that was a All tough right. one. That was a tough one. That was a tough one to watch, but whatever. I always remember when they uh, when they had the ring ceremony and they all came out with uh, belts. I thought that was dope. Oh, that shit was dope. Yo, fucking came out with the wrestling belts. She, she yeah, she uh, gave the gave the whole squad uh, the world title. You know those are blinged out too, bro. Yo, straight up. Oh yeah, bro. of course. Straight up. All Matt right. Carey. And of course, congrats to uh, the Joker, Nikolai Jokic, for officially winning league MVP after finishing with 91 first place votes. And now he sucks. It's crazy, bro. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing every goddamn thing he can, bro. <laughs> he, said, he said, nah, man. <laughs> yeah, was, yo, yo. He had, a, Aiden, he had a 30, 20, Aiden and 10 triple double. Aiden gave him the business. Aiden gave him the business. Aiden gave him the big launch in game one. He said, yo, welcome to this series, mother effer. You can't. Oh, damn. That's the one thing about that son. But I can drop the Jokic, yo. I've been saying it from, from all season long. That that's your yeah. I mean, I mean, he got the, you know, he got given the award, obviously, in front of his home fans right before game three, thinking that, you know, it's going to be a good game. But not nah, son. The Suns, the Suns waxed that ass for the next yeah. for the Nuggets, uh, unfortunately. But Jokic, <laughs> Jokic, Jokic, though, 20 and the 30, 20 and 10, like. That's ridiculous. He had like yeah. ten. He had like ten offensive rebounds too. Like he did every. He did every fucking thing he could to win that yeah. game. Well, that's that, that's how you beat the. I mean, Michael Porter, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, but he always struggled with this dude's name. Yeah, yeah man, man. man. And why did you question the junior part? You got it right the whole time. <laughs> junior, hey, senior, bro. Senior, senior. No, junior, junior. That's junior. Um, no. What I was gonna say is the reason they were able to, to come out of uh, the first round. Seriously, was because Michael Porter Jr. was balling out. Michael Porter Jr. looks like a shell of himself in this series. Not only that, <laughs> not only that but, 
uh, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, it's not only that, yeah. but fucking Aaron Aaron Gordon sucks. He's been he's been sucking this whole series, and he's the one like you know trying to act like he's a tough guy. Like yo, bro, score some points, yo. <laughs> The one thing the sun throws some points, my guy. Don't try you know, to be you tough. know, you look, you look all, you know. I get it. You got the cornrows going. You got the headband, but you know, how about you, how about you score some buckets? <laughs> <laughs> when he did go off, and Kyrie went off on the same night, and we put up a thing, and they were like, right. "Yo, the so cast- Jay Crowder would murder you." <laughs> cast of Uncle Drew went like you know, like seventy-five points tonight. Like uh, <laughs> the cast of Uncle Drew. Yeah. Still haven't seen that movie. And don't. I feel, like, I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not see that movie, and then I'm gonna still see Space. Watch. Yo, uh, all right, Jokic, Jokic, real quick, well deserved. Jokic. I do, I do think though, uh, I don't. Is he ever gonna? Is that Denver team with Jamal Murray ever gonna get? Are they ever a true championship contender? Like that's that's. I think, be. I think they can be. When though? Like are the Celtics closer or the Nuggets closer? Well, I mean. Were the Nuggets? Anybody consider the Nuggets a, a, a finals contender last season? Even before they, you know, went on their little run. Well, I think the bubble, you know, the bubble, whatever. It, like you can't talk about bubble stats apparently on the show no more. So, <laughs> well, look. Well, to be fair, they are the only team out of the final four teams last year in the bubble still, you know, still alive. Very true. And but you saw what happened. Guys, guys bringing up bubble numbers. You believe them? <laughs> right. Yo, they're a bunch of bubble gangsters. <laughs> Yo, I just think I just think like all the shit that just because Boston's such a tough fucking market, like if that same team, the Denver team was here, like I don't know if I feel like they'd be getting the same business as Boston Celtics because it's just like they, it's just not it's not clicking like whatever whatever needs to happen, it's just not clicking for them to get over that whatever hump it is. I don't know. I just feel like uh, Jokic is going to be awesome for a very long time. Well, but- I mean, I think I think they can kind of have the same core try again another year or two because they were always under the radar up until this year. Think about it. They're going to have to wait until if it's all about Michael Porter Jr. There you go. The- there you go. Because if he if he can turn into a Not true, he was a senior, his father. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Question mark. If he can turn- people do that all the time, you know. If he can turn into a number two, like a legitimate number two, you know, in the next two years, then you have him and Murray and Jokic obviously being the freak that he is. Then you have something. But I, I don't know. Um, the fact that he's turtling right now in the playoffs, you know, in the biggest spot when they're down Murray, I just it, that that Denver team seems ripe for a little bit of a change up, man. I don't know. I don't know. That's just my two cents on it. But I mean, it uh, might it might happen. It might happen this this, this offseason. I just feel like they got a lot of they got a lot of role players on that team, you know. Consolidate the shit, bro. You know what I mean? I hear you. I hear you. Consolidate that shit like debt, right? <laughs> Am I right, guys? Right? Get a lower APR, bro. Yeah, consolidation. Right. Credit go. report as credit scores. You know, you guys on the roll today, man. Yeah, I gotta say, <laughs> gotta say, yeah. definitely gotta say. Between that and the Alonzo joke, bro. So he's had the two worst jokes of the podcast. <laughs> Sean's like, yo, I thought you were the one that's not the father in this joke. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Dad jokes. His dad jokes are brutal. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. Uh, what did I say? What did I end off with? Yeah, he finished with 90, 91 first place votes. Uh, Steph Curry finished with five first place votes. And Joel Embiid finished with one. One first place <laughs> vote at the same amount as Derrick Rose. Yo, did, why did who did that, yo? What? 
fuck? Who did that? Yo, apparently that was that was a fan vote. And I still don't understand how that works. If this is a media, this the media votes for this, correct? Well, writers. So, the fans vote, even if the fans vote and it's something in New York, why wouldn't Randall get the votes, bro? I know, right? I still, it was I still all, understand. Like, uh, it was one of those things where it's like, you're never going to see this again. So let me just do it this one time yeah, as, yeah, yeah. to pay homage, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so, it, so you know, it shouldn't be that easy to get a vote counted and you know a fan vote to be counted in. Like, how did you well, think most for- valuable player award? What did the a fuck? media, did yeah. a member give their votes to the fans or something? Because if they did, that motherfucker better get his vote taken away, bro. You know, I mean, every every votes. every first place vote equals like ten points. So I mean, he didn't get yeah, he, he didn't get any other votes. <laughs> so you know what right. though? What pisses me the fuck off? Though? So it's like it's the principle of the thing. <laughs> Two real candidates this year, and it was Joel Embiid. Randall Fields, you know, it was Joel Embiid, and it was it was it was Jokic. Uh, the fact that Steph Curry got more first place votes than Embiid is bullshit, bro. That's bullshit. But Embiid and, did finish second overall, though. If if that helps, it, okay, whatever. But then, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you simmer. Simmer on wait, that a little bit. Didn't Randall get? He got one or two third place votes. Uh, give me one second. Yeah, one. Where did Tatum? Where did Tatum finish in the MVP voting? Uh, seventeenth. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Yeah, I think he got a couple like third place votes. He did, right? Hey, that's a yo. That's a confidence booster and a half, yo. Imagine, yeah. yo. Bro, yeah. They better extend his ass because he's got one more season after this at a at a oh, at were. a decent you know decent clip nineteen million. Ooh. They better Randall. Oh, Randall signed a two year when he when he signed there last summer. I mean, he's about to max the fuck out, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, yeah. they better, like, how, how they better give him the extension this year, and not wait until next year. Julius, Julius Randall was in Marcus Smart's draft class, right? Yo, 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 yeah. yo, he's cashing out, bro. He's cashing out, bro. No, he was in Marcus Smart's draft class. But bro, he rides around with that Nina, cashing out. Yeah. Smoking on that Nina, <laughs> the Keisha, the Smoking Keisha. Keisha. <laughs> Smoking that Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> Did you for a little bit was like, what the fuck are they talking about right now? Okay. Joel <laughs> started it when he was like, oh, he's cashing out. I was like, oh, he's doing the song. He's doing the song. Look, <laughs> you said it first. You said it twice. And I was like, uh, let me see. Let me see if, if Ducha knows. Yo, yo, I'm like, Ducha, he's cashing out, bro. Joel's like, yo, no one uses yeah. it. No Who sang that song? Oh, twice in one sentence. So, Joel, he's doing something. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Sway threw me a pass, and I got re- I to gotta, I complete the assist here. I'm like, come on, Joel said, right around the needle, right around the. <laughs> and then we both were like, smoking on that Keisha. <laughs> I'm gonna play that song right now, bro. I haven't that song since fucking. I haven't that song since fucking Town House 12, dog. And... <laughs> Sean's like, I haven't heard that song since I just turned 21, and I was excited, little boy. <laughs> uh, oh, get to go, get to go to the club legally now. Yeah. Twelve years since I heard that song. I can rap songs legally in the club now. All right. Uh, so yeah, the Suns taking a three zero lead. So I think it's a, it's a wrap for the for the Nuggets, right? Whether they sweep them or not, at this point. All right, I'm gonna put it this way: the Suns will win the series, but they ain't sweeping them, bro. I think Denver's gonna. I think go six. I don't know. You know. You know. Six. You know. The Nuggets did go back to back series last season when they were down three to one. So I, I, if I'm the Suns, I'm like, no, we're not giving them this chance here. We're not going back to Phoenix. I mean, we're going back to Phoenix for the next series, but not to fucking play game. Game five and whatever.
Head to patreon.com slash causeway and check out one-on-one with Joe Sway. My exclusive one-on-ones with NBA players and NBA coaches, including this one with Marcus Smart. Is that an opinion you share with a lot of other people around the league? That that yeah. star treatment in sense of like some an incident like that? Yeah, I mean I think I think it's 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 just one of the elephants in the room. We know it, we see it. Right. I mean it's obvious, you know. Mm-hmm. It's been obviously for years. You know, this is how it works. Head to patreon.com slash causeway and check out one-on-one with Joe Sway and of course the Causeway after show. All right, in case you missed it, Serge Ibaka's season has officially come to an end. After having back surgery this week, the Clippers forward missed 30 straight games before returning for the final two regular season games and then played the first two playoff games against the Mavs, but has been gone for the last seven ever since. So he has a player option for our next season along with uh, his teammate, Kawhi Leonard. So Clippers get eliminated here. don't know if uh, Kawhi is going to stick around. That's just me. And, uh, really? Yes. All right. Are the, are the, uh, what about the Clippers series? What do you feel? Because I feel like the Clippers are going to win two at home right now. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think this, this this series goes a distance, and I think the Clippers. I think the Clippers pull it off. Yo, did you hear what freaking Stephen A. Smith said about Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Yeah. Are you fucking Stephen kidding A. Me? Stephen A. has been a little bit off these last couple of weeks. I ain't are gonna you lie. Kidding? Oh, what are you saying now? You have. The- he said that no. Donovan Mitchell is the best player. In franchise history, he said, "I don't want to hear about John what? Stockton. I don't want to hear about Carl Malone. He's oh, a superstar oh. right now." And I'm like, "Bro, Carl Malone's one of the top scores of all time? What is- no, he's number two top scorer of all time. Number he's, two. I was going to say top three, but yeah, he is number two, right? The fact that Carl Malone was able to play what twenty fucking seasons, yeah. be an MVP, be an, a, a multi-time All Star. How many All Star games has Donovan Mitchell made? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Carl Malone's number two. LeBron's number three. Yo, why is he disrespecting Carmelo like that? For real, yo. So Carmelo has thirty six thousand thirty six thousand nine hundred twenty eight points. Okay, and LeBron has thirty five thousand three hundred sixty seven. So he's about LeBron what? will pass him next year. Yeah, probably. You're right. Kobe has thirty three, and Mike has thirty two. Guess who's number yeah. six? By the way, uh, Carmelo. No, it's Dirk. Dirk, yeah, Dirk. <laughs> Dirk, no, Carmelo's top 10, I know that. But Dirk, yeah, I know Dirk. Yeah, that motherfucker, he passed like six people this season. Yo. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like Carmelo. Fucking pass everybody. Yeah. yeah. At, at, after that. Before the season, yeah, before this season started, he was he was at 17 underneath underneath Paul. Where's Jerry West? Jerry West is up there, right? But Jerry West, he's number 22. Oh, wait. Who <laughs> wanted to that? Oh, yeah. That random, bro. Where's, uh, where's Clyde Drexler? Like, who cares, bro? <laughs> oh, who cares, bro? Oh, yeah. Why don't you go make another stupid fucking joke about and you know LeBron James, bro? Why don't you say James? Some play, some play on his name or something, right? Yeah. Oh, he must be the king of number threes, huh? <laughs> hey, Joel, where's our uh, Dominique Wilkins? <laughs> yeah, Dominique's actually high up on that list, bro. See, that's, that's what Sean wants to know. Look, he's, 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 number fourteen. Number fourteen. <laughs> I definitely want to know. Yo, number just 14, number 14. Read the top 20 scores of all time right now, bro, for me. Thanks. All right, I'm out. Jesus. <laughs> all right, Joe, I'm out. It's such a strong question. <laughs> just open the fucking thing. <laughs> Yo, bro, bro, who's 26, bro? <laughs> you open that can of worms, bro. Sean's so intrigued. <laughs> what? When you asked where Jerry West, I was like, I lost it. <laughs> Like, what? I thought he was the best scoring white guy of all time, guys. Come on. 
Yo, man, we're trying to hammer down the top five, and you're asking for Regan. Jerry West, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know what's up with fucking Stephen A.O. saying things that he's been saying lately. Yo, he sort of lost his fastball a little bit now, man, you know? I don't know, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, he's just, he's just, he's right now, he's just, that's a classic example of just fucking living in the moment. I know Donovan Mitchell has been, you know, on fire in this whole playoffs, but. If you want to say, if you want to say. Let him, let, let him play a couple more years and, and then, you know, maybe you can begin the conversation, if, but shit. If you, if you want to say some crazy shit about Donovan Mitchell, you could say that he's, he's play, he's like the next D Wade, which I would understand. You know what I mean? Like that's a very good comparison. I think that's a great comparison. Well, that's what he said. Yeah, he said D, you know he's D Wade two point Okay, fine. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Blaine he's Wade's probably a better shooter. He's probably a better shooter than D Wade. Blaine Wade's not not better than Carmelone, though. Yeah. Or Johnson. Yeah. I mean, maybe Stockton just because you know. Yeah, but not even though. Like I mean, Stockton and Malone they played nearly two decades. Like. Mitchell's been in the league for a couple of years. Like, let him get. He just got out of the first round for the first time. You know, let's see what happens if if this team makes it to the finals. That's almost. That's almost as blasphemous as saying right now, Jason Tatum's better than Paul Pierce as a Celtic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or saying that like, oh, he's the he's the he's the best Celtic in the last like thirty years, and it's like, whoa, (laughs) wait a second. Uh, You know what? Even just yeah, even just put it like. Yeah, he's the best Celtic since Bird, and just forget about the whole era. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, how do you say something like that, though? For real. Stockton and Malone, dog, they they brought him to two straight finals, and they would have won if it wasn't for the best player of all time. For real. They, and they pushed him to six both times, right? Yeah, six. And that was on the end of their career, or the or the, or the downturn of their career. That yeah, was like, it was like, like their prime going, well... That was their. That was the end of their prime. The end of their prime. All right, and uh, Raptors forward Pascal Siakam will miss the beginning of next season after having surgery to repair a torn labrum in his left shoulder. The recovery time expected to be five months. So, Sean, do you think <laughs> that your boy Siakam really did or will develop a drug problem now because of the surgery? I'm just saying. You get surgery, made surgery like a torn labrum. Oh no, you gotta you gotta explain why you're asking this question. Well, well, I want to see his answer because the reason why because you sent you sent the text and plus you know what's the first thing I texted you this when I season thought? this season though in particular you've been saying that like wild. he's on drugs because he's yeah. not the same guy. I've been saying that. I've been saying that. Wild, wild <laughs> accusation. Wild accusation. No, no basis <laughs> on whatsoever on these accusations. No evidence, no report. That's just that's just, <laughs> just the, the sole reason of uh, he was playing poorly. Yeah, and, and and I think it has more to do with the fact that you had him like at like eight in your top ten the year before. So and you're like he's not playing like that. He's not. He's not. He hasn't gotten. He hasn't improved. So he's got to be on drugs. That's your. That's yeah. your reason. Yes, sir. And <laughs> <laughs> that think, is correct. <laughs> I think that now, like. Okay, is it an elective surgery? Like, does he really like? Is his labrum really torn? Like, well, I mean, he was in and out of the lineup last season too. Well, uh, you know what? What the thing is though is that apparently he does like this crazy like exercise that people are saying. Well, that's why he's got a fucking torn labrum. Like, apparently he does this like crazy thing with his shoulder, like his arms, like all the time to like stretch. And like, people are like, that's not healthy, and now he tore the labrum. So I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I think, I think. <laughs> Maybe 
one of my conspiracy theories will be proven true sooner, sooner than later. Give it two years, dog. Okay. All right. In case you missed it, Lamar Odom, who hasn't been in the news in quite some time, scored a victory Friday night after picking up a TKO against friend and former pop star Aaron Carter. All right. <laughs> It's the most random fucking thing ever. Is that who that? That's who that was. That was Aaron Carter. By the way, Aaron Carter, he's in his thirties, but he looks like he's in his fifties right now, and I have no idea why. But anyways, all right, right. I got a fun story about Aaron Carter, dog. Yeah. So hold on. So hold on. So the two were involved in a celebrity Aaron Carter story. The two were involved in a celebrity boxing match, and this uh, this whole evening, this whole event was hosted by Ice T and his wife Coco. All right. Oh, Coco. Yes. Uh, Lamar, by the way, is uh, six foot ten, and Carter barely six feet tall. So just imagine that. Just imagine how that fight went, guys. <laughs> there's there's video out there. So now now yeah, can I, I can I, I saw I, the video? Can I ask you one question? Where the fuck does this stop, dog? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, this was this was a pay per view fight for like thirty bucks. <laughs> Walked up celebrity <laughs> in a ring like where does this twenty nine ninety nine? Joseph for like thirty bucks. <laughs> It was so it was so under the radar, by the way, that I couldn't even find a link. You know, sometimes I'm able to find links for like some <laughs> yeah, of when these, does this stuff. You know, when these like these celebrity boxing, <laughs> these high profile like events when it comes to celebrity boxing or just boxing in general. You know, what, you know what I want to see. I have I want, a good look. I want to see. I want to see. I had not a clue. There was even no buildup for this shit. Did you know about I, this? I didn't know about this. I, I didn't know about it. I kept seeing the video, but no one said the 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 video. Wasn't even titled as to who he was knocking out. I had no idea who. who, who bro, who was. I got notified by ESPN. <laughs> this is a notification about ESPN. Oh no, bro, bro! I tell you, I'll tell you, ESPN is loving these celebrity boxing matches. I haven't. Okay, I, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings last night. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings. They had ESPN two up on the thing, right? They had it was seven o'clock at night on a Friday night. They had a boxing show up, dog. <laughs> it was like Matt Kellerman talking about boxing, and it was like all these celebrity boxers. And then they were like, "But then Canelo's gonna fight," and it's like, "Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> and then go the, to the real boxing. Don't like try to hook people in. It's boxing. like, oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. and Matt, like these guys are on the same level. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt, Speaking Matt, of boxing, boxing yeah. is back. It's like you know. Like, Nah, dog. It's like not. NBA countdown mixing it in like big three highlights and yeah, talking about exactly. Yo, you know what I want to see though? For I mean, like, actually, no, it's not like that at all. Actually, because at least those guys play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least those guys are like you know those are those are legit professional athletes who had like stellar careers. You know, if this celebrity boxing thing is gonna go like on like this washed up celebrity boxing, I want I want like a a nineties sitcom rivals boxing going on like i want i want like i want like a growing pains episode where like kirk cameron fights boner you know what i mean <laughs> or like or like or like the guy the kid from fucking um oh what's the damon wayne show bro the kid the fucking kid the oh, stupid oh yeah kid. yeah the the son the um oh the fuck is his he, name uh no his name is um it's probably like michael jr right because he was junior yeah he called yeah, him junior, junior show. yeah yeah Junior, to, I want Junior to fight smart guy. You know, I want, I want, I want some legitimate. I want some legitimate matchups that I can get behind, other than fucking just bullshit random ass like 
Yo, not for nothing, yo, Marcus versus whatever his name, his friend's name is, and smart guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Marcus versus the guy that uh, that his dad hates and smart guy. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's, what's the guy's name? What's, what's his, his dude's what's his name? name? The bald um, dude. No, not the bald dude, bro. He's the nah, guy. He's Omar. He's Omar Gooding. But his Omar name, Gooding. His, his yeah. Name of the show. Um, Omar Gooding. It was like it was like initials, wasn't it? Like yeah. PJs and shit. Yeah, no, these celebrity fights. I don't know. This it's getting a little ridiculous. Why would damn Lamar even agree to that? Like Lamar. Needs drug money, dog. That's why. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who else needs money? Eric Carter. You see that motherfucker? Yo, that was the, okay. The, my funny story. No, was, by the way, by the way, his name was his name was Morris, but they called him Mo. He was Mo. Mo, Mo, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mo, Mo. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, Mo. yeah. <laughs> it was like initials. <laughs> I've always liked the dad on that show and like everything he does. I knew it was two letters or something like that. So yeah, Mo. I always like. I don't even want to see them fight. Like, I just want. To, I don't even know why. I just, Sean just like warped me into that for a second. I was like, wait a minute, no, I don't want to see them fight. Like we we're sitting here thinking like, oh, maybe that's a good idea. I'm like no, wait a second, yeah. no, I don't know. That's a bit. Who's well, like I mean, pairing off freaking characters like the from different the, shows. Uh, like if you just have like uh, it's like Urkel, guy. Urkel against like Waldo or some shit. Yeah. Oh, bro, bro, Eddie versus Eddie versus uh, who, who, who is this? I guess you yes. so worked up. Yes. Did you say Waldo? Yeah, that was his best friend, though. <laughs> yeah, Eddie versus Waldo in a fucking bar. I would watch that on the second <laughs> What would be the What would be the purpose of that, though? The purpose of that would be that. No, 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 no. This is this is what like, like, like they always had beef or some shit. Like, no, like, like exactly. The whole, like the Waldo. whole Carl Winslow thing. No, this is how this <laughs> is how Winslow whole... would be the rep. Yo, this is how this whole thing is calculated, right? One of them will go on social media out of the blue, call him out, being like, yo, man, like, Eddie always disrespecting me on the set. I was never a big fan of him, you know? <laughs> and then he'll respond back. And then, you know, all the prize money will come in and they'll, start, they'll, they'll divvy up who's, how much, you know, everyone's getting. And then the fight is on. Like, that's exactly how it would all come out. That's how Jake Paul's been fucking up and the Paul people have been fucking up. Like, whatever, you've been training for boxing, fine. But get get nostalgia involved and just have the undercard be all these nostalgia fights with these washed up people that are in good shape. Yo, but, Sean, you, know, you better you better get this down, man. You you better get it down before someone takes your idea. Like this is maybe you got something here. I'm just saying, if it's never going to end, then then let's let's get let's make it right. You know, we'll get that on paper, bro. <laughs> these guys can get legit money and just what play fight for what. A few rounds. Well, like easy we, money. Really fighting when they're out there. They're really fighting. You know. Well, you know, you know what I mean by play fight. But like, whether you guys generally can't stand each other or, or not, you know. But yeah, there w- it would be real fighting. But you know, behind all the hype, people would be like, "Oh no, he really doesn't like him because of all these years." Like you know, they would incorporate that. You know, he he, he fucked up my contract <laughs> one year because he. Yeah. Like <laughs> Eddie said, like he Eddie had my lines cut because you know because the contract dispute or some shit. <laughs> like imagine if like. If, like <laughs> So Raven fought Lizzie McGuire, bro, for Disney Channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, yeah. Girls would come out for that shit. Yeah. Uh, yo, everyone come out for that shit, bro. Yo, everyone come out for that shit. I like, didn't really watch that so Raven. I wasn't that into it. Lizzie McGuire had it on lock for a while. And I definitely didn't watch Lizzie McGuire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're just, now you're just going to a whole new realm now with all this. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry, guys. Sorry, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, real, real. What else we missed? Totally off topic. No, yo, you said that like seven times. Yeah, real quick. Russia, Russia didn't do. Russia didn't do 
the kneel for like Black Lives Matter at the beginning of the game, they all fucking stood up like fucking Russian assholes. And Belgian is whooping their ass right now, bro. Well, actually, no, actually, real quick, real quick. Uh, this wasn't in part of mine in case you missed it, but did you guys fucking hear about the guy who got swallowed by a fucking whale and the whale <laughs> spat his ass out? Yo. Yeah, that's an insane story, bro. Bro, that shit happened here. This shit happened off the off off the fucking off the Cape here in Provincetown. For those that don't that don't are not from here that listen to this Uh, to our show and shit. P Town, baby. It's the original High Town, you know, where the show if if y'all watch the show on fucking stars and shit, that's where this shit takes place. Well listeners are like, what show? (laughs) This is where the uh this fucking whale decided to uh engulf this this gentleman here. Let me, let me see his name, Michael Packard. All right, fifty-six-year-old <laughs> veteran lobster diver guy. Okay. Okay. First, right. off, first, first of all, first of all, yeah, yeah, he survived. Okay, because Sean's over here cracking up, <laughs> cackling. I know, right? Michael Packard, bro. Like, yeah. what the- I, no, I know, but if if if, if you don't, if you haven't heard the story, people would be like, "Yo, this isn't funny. Yo, this dude just died." Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, he got yeah, yeah. But go on. The well, yeah, the well threw him threw him up. He didn't he didn't he didn't eat him. Kind of had him in his in his in his mouth. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And spat him back out. All right, so that's it's, it's a happy ending. It's a happy ending. It's it's, it's just it's just the whole story itself. It's just Can you it's just imagine? weird because it's like things like this don't happen like in biblical stories. All right, this isn't this isn't like yeah. supposed to it's not supposed to be like you know happening in real life. Bro, and apparently apparently there were witnesses, dog. There were witnesses out there that saw him got eaten Bro. right away Bro. and then spit back up by the way. Bro, I'm fucking. This should happen at like eight in the morning. All right. Oh, this is, he was going in for his second dive of the day. All right. When all of a sudden it got, it was like it was, it was just all dark. And he didn't know what the fuck was going on. He thought he he thought at first he was getting eaten by a shark, but I was like, that's not possible. But you know, sharks aren't that, aren't you that big. <laughs> so you would have felt it. You would have felt that. Yeah, though. he would have been. You, know, a, you don't just get swallowed by a shark for real. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a, it was a hump. It was a humpback whale, and you know, I got a quote here. All of a sudden, I felt things. Those fucking this, humpbacks, dog. This huge shove, and the work. next thing I knew, I was completely. It was completely black. I could sense I was moving, and I could feel the whale squeezing with the muscles in his mouth. All oh right. My gosh. Okay. I was completely inside. It was completely black. I thought to myself, "There's no way I'm getting out of here. I'm done. I'm dead." All I can think about was my boys. They're 12 and 15 years old. Before initially. Getting shot out of his mouth back into the ocean. Sure. Well, what, what, Yo, how much, how much what, what air? What are you thinking at that point? How much air did he get when he got spit back out? Do you think he? Yo, like, like a whale's like bro. Ah. Spectators that were there that just saw like like a like a a set of legs just go shooting into the air and into the fucking <laughs> water, bro. Yeah. Yo, no fucking at, at bullshit. Like eight, at like eight in the morning on a Friday fucking morning, bro. At the, at the Cape, down at the fucking Cape Cod. It's, All right. So once he's in the ocean, know, right? That's just, that's just fucking amazing. He said once he's on the ocean, he was like, yo, I saw light. And then he started throwing his head side to side. The next thing I knew, I was outside in the water. <laughs> just like, what the fuck? Dude? Yeah, that's, that's, that's 30 seconds. That's 30 seconds of that man's life that literally... No one else in this world has ever fucking had before. Just being in the gut of a fucking whale, dog. I like how, I like how bro, Joel said it's like biblical. Yeah, it really is. Man. You expect this dude's name to be like Gabriel or something. Bro, can you imagine that phone call to 911? 911, what's the emergency? Um, we have a gentleman here who was uh, engulfed by a whale. And uh, 
he got spit back out, but we're not sure what to do next because he's like still in shock. He's not speaking. Uh, his arm's hurting him. So, so you guys come. <laughs> can you guys come quick? You know, we don't know what's going on. Uh, apparently, apparently, this guy just got eaten by a whale. The guy just doesn't. He saw it. He doesn't even fucking believe it. You know, at that point, you just have to inspect him for injuries. Like, for real, for real. Like, yo, he's all right. He's blinking and everything, but he must be a complete shot. I can't imagine the look on his face. Man. Yeah, yo, but here's the kicker. He's going right back to work as soon as he can. One of the biggest things I took away from that was like, people die for lobsters, dog. Like, don't, why don't you? Yo, just how do you go back to work after that? No, there's no way in hell I'm getting on a boat after that. Yo, there's no way in hell I'm ever going to the aquarium after that, dog. <laughs> 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 Sean would have been like, fuck, yo, fuck, whales, fishes, yo, anything about the sea, yo, I don't want nothing to do with the ocean. Get it out of here, get out of here. <laughs> get it out of here. Jordan's going to be like, yo, I want a goldfish. I'm like, yo, fuck those He's like, I don't want to fucking, I don't even want a bathtub anymore. I'm going to stand up shower. Fuck that. Sean, yo, I don't, I don't, I no longer eat seafood. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> done. Of sushi, fuck it. Done. Yeah, man. That's crazy shit. I just had to, yo, the had crazy, to share that. The, 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 you know, I mean, the craziest part about this whole story is the fact that there's going to be a movie made about it, dog. There's a fucking movie made about it. I hands down believe in that. <laughs> Either way, you know that dude's going to be telling that story over and over again. Like, yo, those kids, yo, you have to listen to your dad now. After that. Like, if that dude yeah. tells you to clean your room and you say no, like, hey, yo, how about that time? That's the story about uh, I was in a the stomach of a whale for thirty <laughs> seconds. Hey, guess who I was thinking of? You little shit. I was thinking of you. you and they're like, they're you, like they're you, like, and, hey. you and your fuckhead brother. <laughs> and I fought myself, and and I survived, and I'm still here. And uh, I'm asking you to clean your room right now, kid. <laughs> like imagine, like you, like you can no longer. It's getting really old, Dad. It's getting really old. Okay, we get it. You can't, you can't disobey your dad ever after that. <laughs> like what? The kids are like the kids are like fussing at the dinner table like that. I don't like broccoli. He's like, you know what I don't like? Being in the gut of a whale, dog. All right? so but I go to work every day and I do it because I love you guys. No, I support you guys. I'm still busting my ass out there with risk of fucking whales and and all. And you can't eat your fucking broccoli? Like, come on. Come on. Who's being selfish here? Okay. All right. You know, you know what? You know what you know what doesn't like something? Whales don't like humans, but he ate me. All right. Eat your fucking broccoli. <laughs> you don't even have to chew. Just fucking, you know, cut up into little pieces and just swallow that shit. Oh. Yo, just think about Yo, I, at the tail end of any argument with the with the missus through there. <laughs> like you know he's using that. He's using yeah. that. He's got that he's got that in his back pocket, bro. No matter what. Forever. He comes back like wasted at like four AM and she's like, Where the hell were you? She was he was like, in the belly of a whale, where the fuck you think I was? <laughs> but I still made it back, right? It shouldn't matter. You shouldn't even question me anymore because I'm coming back. <laughs> when he's wasted, he just throws it out there. Like yeah, yeah. Or he gets like some serious, like you know, flashbacks and shit. Yo, I'm telling you. What do you think? His every first time, night's- every time he sees like you know, like like clouds that come uncover the sun, he's like, oh god. <laughs> it's, oh shit. Okay. Yo, with his boys, it must be the worst, bro. <laughs> Guys, man. I'm just happy to be alive. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh fucking dude. <laughs> Here we go with the whale thing. <laughs> Happier alive too, Frank. But you know, we're we're still we're still keeping our goldfish, right? <laughs> Fine, he could stay. Oh, the one dude that was there, yeah, bro. When you flew out of there, man, that, that was fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being a fucking whale in that situation, bro. 
Fucking Mike, man. Fucked up big time. You fucked up big time, bro. That's like that's like you. That's like us like swallowing a cup. (laughs) (laughs) And you swallow the whole fucking cup. You're like, oh. Like, oh, I hate when this happens. <laughs> God damn it! Why did I do this? <laughs> yo, you took it there. Yo. I was thinking like a, I was thinking like a, a lime or something, like or like a, <laughs> a cup. Yeah. It's like a fucking like like we like in just a whole like grapefruit just, <laughs> just to the face. Grapefruit, bro. <laughs> Don't know how to get like listening, so- listening to this dude speak okay. talking about like he was being like you know swished around in his mouth like like hmm what is this <laughs> yo right if you're him if you're him you're like if I keep moving around is that gonna like push me through to like <laughs> like I'm gonna be like done yeah or or if I stay still is he just gonna like cough me back up yeah you know <laughs> or, or like clear his throat and then and then I'm going further down <laughs> right <clears throat> oh, shit I got some yeah. cut in my throat yeah. <laughs> It just it just keeps going further into the intestines and like, shit. Like you have, have to swim upstream, bro, because you don't want to get caught in the whale's intestines, dog. Because that'll be a long trip. You better have a lot of oxygen, dog. Because you know but that's what I'm saying. Like he, the, the whale was able to to spit him back out before he was able to like swallow even more shit. Uh, like like I, like I was telling He's- you guys, the worst part about that, bro, is gotta be when you're just looking for lobsters and then you see whales mouth open coming at you dog and you're just like help with it kind of punch you yeah, he, didn't even, he didn't even see that he, he didn't see that bro dark, all of a sudden yeah he's all of a sudden it's like it just went dark Imagine like, it's 8 a.m and it just goes dark. like the dude ate like the lob like the not the dude the, the whale like ate the like the lobster cage and hey, shit Sean, right now right now the way you're talking to us right now what if you're outside right now and then it just went completely dark and you don't see us anymore you see nothing what would you do <laughs> I'd lose my mind. Out there. <laughs> exactly then, what happened. Listen, and then you move your arms around and you feel like like muscle, like yeah, but, whale muscle, like, whale muscle. like squishy. You know, <laughs> yo. Even if that shit only lasted thirty seconds, bro, I'd never be the same again. No, that's what I'm I, saying. Like you, he's not going to be the same again. He's trying to go back to work. He's like nothing. Dude. He probably went back today, bro. This shit happened yesterday. <laughs> he probably went back today. Zero fucks. Yeah, he's just like, you know, he's like, this, this motherfucker ain't gonna stop me from, you know, diving for lobsters. All I know is this, is from the lobster guy's family, I'm getting James Franco on the line right now. And we're fucking, we're fucking making a movie out of this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James Franco would kill that, bro. <laughs> he killed that. I don't that know, movie. man. James Franco's been getting me too lately. I don't know if that's the guy you want to yeah. call. Yo, he's me too as fuck, bro. Is that why he hasn't been anywhere? Yeah, man. When you got Seth Rogen saying like he doesn't want to do any more movies with this dude ever again. Like Seth, that was your drug dealer, dog. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it pains me to say it, but you gotta cut yeah, ties. Well, you gotta cut ties, you know. Honestly, bro, like, how do you go to Shaw's after that, dog? Like, how do you just live a regular life, dog? Like how do you just like go? So like, how, do you, how do you just pick up pick up stuff through the produce section? You, just you know, go, start yeah, waiting. You stuff. just go. You just <laughs> like go nothing. back to yeah. You just go back to like human life. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah, bro. That guy. That guy's. If he goes back, that's to what I'm saying, bro. That's all he's talking about for the next like year and a half. Like over no, and over. no, for the next forty. So how old is this guy? Thirty. <laughs> however much he's got left to live, he's thinking about the whale every day, dog. Well, yeah, but I'm saying just openly talking about it. Like, well, he's, he's going to reach a point. He's going to start keeping it to himself. Yeah, but he's yeah, going to yeah. be like, man, this, that was insane. Yeah, he's 56. So he's been, he's been, he's been lobster. He's been a, a lobster diver for like 40 years. <laughs> so I mean, Joel's going to say he's been lobstering. 
He's been lost for a little But honestly, bro, honestly, bro. He's been on his lobster shit for like over 40 years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's been on the lobster grind for like <laughs> over a decade. You know? It was actually an extra in the perfect storm. Was, he's, he's been killing the game, bro. He's his been killing it, bro, ridiculous. for four decades. He's doing his thing, bro. He's got to be a top dude in the lobster game. You know? He's like, he's like, I'm going out on my terms, not no fucking. He's like, listen, listen, guys, terms. I'm moving numbers over here, man. And if a little publicity, that's even better. All right, I'm out here. The first thing that I buy, the first thing that <laughs> I after this shit, I buy a lobster boat, and I say I'm never getting the water ever again. I'll catch lobsters like a regular man and fucking just catch it with a fucking boat. Okay, there's there's so many lobster catching people. How many lobsters is he diving for? Yo, I don't care. Well, like, the fact that he, that was his second dive of the fucking day, like you know, like how how many how many lobsters did you get the first time? Was it enough? He's like the lobsters. The lobsters are actually actually on a, a European time, so you got to get in there earlier. They're gonna be dormant, you know. Yeah, maybe he doesn't have somebody else's to he could sub in because yo, I don't I don't get it. How you just gonna go back to just slinging lobsters like? <laughs> Come on, man. And like his family catching catching single slinging lobsters like nothing happened. Yeah. You know, his family was this, this like has got to be um, a true hustle and just like, yo, listen, man, this, this is how we eat. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I've been deep in the game for a while. You know? Which you know what? I, I get it. If he wants to go back to work. Game, you know what I mean? He wants to go I'm back to work, here. but like, yo, take some time off to reflect that you shouldn't be here. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, he's gonna Talk have to a, a shrink, my guy. He's gonna have a panic attack <laughs> the next time like pray that. to it is whoever you pray to, too, on that. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna have like a panic attack, bro. I don't know. Hey, he needs to see some some whale therapy, bro. He needs to go. He needs to go whale and captive. He needs to go to Sea World. He needs to get down there, see that we dominate a whale. You know, he needs to get there and feel that dominance. He's, he's fucked up, bro. He's Yo, this happened to Sean, man. Sean would be, oh man, Sean would be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be the same again, bro. I would never be the same again, ever. Clearly, you would you not would, be the same you again. Would fucking, you would I wouldn't like, either. You'd be like, John, yeah, me neither. I wouldn't either. Trust me, I love the ocean. I'm, I'm all about the ocean. I'm all about that salt water, but I don't know if I'm going back to that. To that <laughs> yo, beach. I'm not even, I, yo, I'm not, I wouldn't even step foot on a, on a ferry to Martha's Vineyard after that, bro. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, from the whale's perspective, from the I'm out the game for good, yo. I'm never stepping on the boat again. <laughs> like, I'll, get on, I'll get on that 10 minute flight from Logan to, to Martha's Vineyard. I'll meet y'all there. I mean, I walk the shore, you know, I dip my toes in, you know, but that's it, bro. That's what I'm doing. As far as you it know, goes, you know what? You know what? You know what? That maybe, dude, maybe at some point I get back to swimming. Maybe, maybe. Yo, for Halloween this year, that guy needs to dress up as Krill, or he's fucking stupid. You know what I mean? That'll be the most viral costume of all time. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> I know, right? follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. <laughs> Salute to that dude, man. <laughs> you wrap this one up. Hit up, up causewaystreet.com. Um, there's no whale articles on there, but, you know. Causeway fan, too. He's listening. But yeah. during proposals for Kemba Walker and all the Celtics offseason news, hit up causewaystreet.com. He's getting an argument with his wife, bro. And he's like, I wish I was still in the belly of that whale. Right <laughs> I know, right? It's much better than dealing with your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go. Yeah. Check out causewaystreet.com for sure, man. Yeah. 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 The content obviously, it's always it's always a plus. But with, with the off season as crazy as it's been, it's been really on point this week. Yeah, and uh, also sub- subscribe to us on the uh, the after hours on Patreon because uh, you know we're probably going to talk about more about this uh, this crazy story on there. <laughs> Yo, we're immediately going back to this conversation after you hit after you hit stop. The conversation never ends. So this episode is done. Yeah. We have to really go dive deep into this this whole whale situation. Uh, no pun intended, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's, extra, it's my movie. Extra deep. <laughs> K 
Casey Affleck is the is the is the bystander, right? Yeah. James <laughs> Franco is the guy that goes in and gets eaten by the whale. It's and a then, fucking whale. And then Casey Affleck goes, "You got eaten by fucking whale." <laughs> Uh, yeah, just I'm telling you, man, it's fucking <laughs> Oscar written all over it. Now. Was it a baby whale? It was a fucking huge whale. <laughs> There's definitely gonna be in the trailer too. It's a humpback kid. It was a humpback. It's like it looks like that. What's that? What's that weird? Casey everyone Affleck? in the movie is gonna have a terrible Boston accent just because. Oh, of, yeah. Cause yeah. It's P Town. <laughs> it's P Town. So then, then like uh, Dwight Howard's gonna be in the movie too, bro. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> The fuck with Dwight Howard be have to do with this? Oh my god! All right. On a serious note, on a serious note, Black and Brown Lives Matter. Stop Beijing hate. Pray for peace in the Middle East, and you know what? Pay for you know peace in the rest of the world. All right. You know we're having a good time on here, but you know we can't you know not focus on what's going on in in real life outside of sports, obviously, but. Yeah, man, and, and shout out to uh, Christian Erickson, dog. Damn, that shit was scary today, bro. Uh, hope he's okay. Hope oh, oh, the Denmark player? Yeah. Yeah, Denmark player, man. He's a good player, too. He's the best player. That's so scary, man. He stabilizes, which is good. So. Yeah, he stabilizes good. The game actually went on. They actually continued the game. Talk about the Euro Cup, by the way, for those that are like, what game is this? Yeah, yeah man. Guy passed out on the field, and phew, that was wild. That was wild. But... I'm a big soccer guy, and Portugal's about to win the Euro if it continues on. So oh, you heard it here first, folks. All right. See y'all right. next week. We'll see y'all soon. Peace out. Later. Don't get eaten by a whale, dog. Oh, stay away from whales.